Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 291 albums. 92? 92 albums is Bike Series. We're going to listen to them three at a time. This is Getting Head. Trendsetters, Eddie Vetters, whoa, uh, Nerf Herders, uh, 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 Tom Warriors, Turd, Turd, Turd Burglars, Turd Burglars. Yeah, there you go. This is episode fifty-seven. <laughs> Getting head of motherfucking Coinc- bucket cast. Coincidentally, the age of Eddie Vetter. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't you know. know what that sounds correct. <laughs> I'm gonna that, assume that honestly. Yeah. If he's not 57, he should be. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. you get, get your shit together and be 57, Eddie. Come on. Get your shit together, Eddie Vedder. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we you, we know you can do get... better, Eddie Vedder. Ooh, yeah. Well, are, are you dropping a cipher on Eddie <laughs> Vedder right now? Or are we witnessing a versus in the make, making? Like uh, Spencer Hawk Behind the scenes, BTS. Yeah. I... I I know where his corporate office is. I can take us there, and we can just wait for him. <laughs> Eddie Vedder corporate offices. They, well, it's it's the uh, the Monkey Wrench Records corporate offices, uh, and he owns the company. Does that mean he's even there though? Like he, yeah, might yeah, not... he he has an official office there. He's mm, there mm-hmm. occasionally, apparently. Okay, I, I, I know someone who used to work for them, and he he okay. would show up a few times a month. But sure, it's also p- p- make appearances. It, it's also uh, Pearl Jam's uh, merch warehouse, which is fucking enormous. Yeah, that band sells it's a lot of merch. Fucking like, like they have a full staff to just sell their merch online. It's nuts. That's crazy. It's crazy how much merch they sell. Jesus Christ, just crazy. I mean, good good for them. That's like that's an amazing conversion of like. Some talent to a lot of money, you know, <laughs> yes. considering like you find yes. like, you know, some metal bands who have like incredible immense of talent and no money. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, true. And also no merch. <laughs> that's, I mean, merch helps. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It does. It does. Uh, Good merch helps. Uh, yeah, man. Pro we Jam. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's, let's make some merch. I mean, well, first we have to have a good product before you. <laughs> Good merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. We made a joke. Yeah, we did. No, we're, hey, we're a fun product. Brit, what's up? What, what's, what's up with you? You know what? Not a whole lot. I've been hanging out, watching wrestling, watching some anime, you know, we're jerking off a whole lot. So I mean, that's, I guess online. that's what, when you start getting into both anime and wrestling, the jerking off, I think it goes up. Oh, the it's amount of jerking off. It, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. The it's, more it's, anime and more wrestling you watch, the more you need to fucking jerk off. It's a one-two punch in your dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, I, that thing is uh, bebop and rock steady at this point i'm beating it up so much and i'm the uh, teenage mutant ninja uh squirtles you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey just uh squirting all over the place yeah you ever yeah. just like you ever just like eh, fuck a fuck a sock or fuck a tissue or anything like i'm just gonna like go on the floor i'll take care of it later yeah it's a lot easier in a carpeted yeah. environment i feel because then you what? don't have to deal with it <laughs> <laughs> wait what <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, just come on the carpet and you're like, yeah. And you just like rub it in with your foot <laughs> yeah, you know and what? like, you know what? Yeah. I, I don't own the place. <laughs> Whatever. Like, no, my problem. They gotta replace the carpet sometime. It'd be, it'd be pretty great if there was like a, a gap between your bed and like a wall and like that was just like the cum corner and you're just like <laughs> roll over, like rub one out on the wall and then like... <laughs> Like, it's like you ever see those like big ass candles where people have like burned candles like a bunch of times <laughs> it's like the wall is like that it's just, like yeah, all these just, different colors it's just like it's yellowish like, <laughs> it's just all of it is different off shades yellow. of yellow yeah. and brown and green yeah, taupe yeah, green. i don't know about green <laughs> hey you know i don't know i'm turning green bro uh i mean like i'm just assuming from all the dabs you'd be ripping in there like it would also change the color green i don't know it's never green like I, how how many dabs have you blown onto dried semen to observe the color that it changes to do we want to talk about that on this podcast <laughs> i mean i have a full hour on that so uh i mean well the people gotta know i mean <laughs> okay so when you <laughs> blow dab smoke on dried semen i mean it's it's essentially a vapor and so it uh-huh. acts very differently from smoke itself where where mm-hmm. smoke actually has a lot of lipids in it um the vapor itself is not as soluble so i mean it's it's not um it's not a lipid itself and so it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's uh lipid phobic as you know oils are hydrophobic and so it doesn't really mm-hmm. cling on in the same way that smoke does. However, the smoke, smoke itself is like a brownish yellow sub- substance, like mm-hmm. cum. So yeah. when you breathe smoke wait, on cum, wait, 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 really, wait, a yeah. brownish yellowish substance like cum, well, once, like once, cum once, is once, yellow once, and once brown. Cum dries. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me about this whoa. brown cum, bro. Based on the races. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Tell tell me about this brown. I've, cum, I've heard though. chocolate people make chocolate oh, milk. Oh no! You know it's like a brown cow. No, chocolate no, milk. no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's get. Uh. Well. Um. <laughs> it's just getting canceled. A racist cast. <laughs> it's not racist. I'm just saying. You know, I make a in uh, kind of a, a very light olive, like like dark peachish kind of cum. What? Based on my skin tone, you know. <laughs> and when I tan, my cum is darker and browner. Yeah, that's normal. That that's the way bodies are supposed to work. Yeah, that's how the sun works. And yeah, stuff. <clears throat> that's definitely how the sun works for sure. Yeah, yeah. What have you been up to, Spencer? <laughs> well, it's gonna be hard to top that. Um, you know, I've been, I've been actually catching up on a lot of music. I've been listening to a bunch of music lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really nice. I've been also catching up on a bunch of podcasts, been cool. just listening to a lot of audio stuff, audio. uh, while I work on audio stuff, I've been building and troubleshooting guitar pedals. It's, it's a whole thing. It's very exhausting. Uh, I think the word you're looking for is nerdy. Yes. Yes. Uh. <clears throat> I mean, being nerdy is exhausting. It's it's great, but it's uh, it's also exhausting. If you insist. Yeah, I, I listened to the new Arch, uh, Archspire album. It's oh, which really good. Really good. It's, it's really, really great. So, um, someone online the other day on a a, <clears throat> a subreddit I'm on uh, posted that they had a tape of it, a cassette tape. Uh, and I I like although as much as I love cassettes and mm-hmm. like realize their utility for some things and for you know 
trading and like curating and kind of having a, a fun thing. Uh-huh. Arc Spire doesn't belong on tape. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not like on tape music. It no, is it's too tech fast depth. and way too technical yeah. and way too like <clears throat> mid range. I bet. It, I bet that just sounds like mush. Like yeah, and that's the thing is like I I, I like usually when you're negative on the tape forum I'm on, like people downvote the fuck out of you. I bet. But people upvoted the fuck out of me because like I think a couple metalheads were like, yeah, why the fuck do you have that on tape? That's yeah. Like, I don't know. That, that just, like, doesn't make sense to, like, Tech Death. It's like yeah. releasing a Tech Death album on tape is like mm. releasing a, a like, uh, a 16-bit era game soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right. Like, right. it's like, that's just not the medium it is made for. It's not destined for that. Like, like you know what <clears throat> would actually probably sound pretty good on cassette is, like, um, Destroy the Opposition. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's so like yeah, it has that because kind of a mix thick. already. Yeah, yeah, it has it's, a very a thick, thick like mid set mid century mix. It's, it's not like yeah. it's not guitar centric. Like if anything, and it's, it's a like very and it's very drum centric. It's a very balanced mix. It is. We're talking it, about destroy the opposition, the two uh, two thousand record from, yes, uh, from uh, dying fetus, yes. um, which is an absolutely incredible one of the greatest death metal albums of all yeah, time. Yeah, really, like one of, one absolutely of the best metal albums yeah. ever made. Yeah, um, for sure. An incredible mix too. Yeah, just sounds yeah. so good. Like, dude, the fucking the drums just sound so dude, huge. Uh, like, it's when uh, the snare when the snare fills come in mm. on the fucking opening track. Mm-hmm. That da, 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 oh, oh, so sexy, such so a good, good, so such fucking a good, such so a fucking good. Listen to Dying Fetus. We have to. We've discussed <clears> it like four times. Yeah, yeah. We're we're big. We're big. Stands or fetus stands. Yeah, yeah. We we diabetes stands. Diabetes fetus. You know, we we um, yeah, we love dying fetus. Uh, both, and we. Uh, that's why I support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there an anal gun song called like wearing a dying fetus shirt to Planned Parenthood? <laughs> no, that's because like it sounds like it yeah. would. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anal cunt rocks. That's an <laughs> anal cunt too. They're something. Yeah, they kind of do rock. Um, so yeah, I've been like, I started watching Squid Game as well. Yeah, and, what do you think so far? Uh, I watched the first one and a half episodes. It okay. seems pretty good. It's a lot yeah. slower paced than I was expecting, and it's I I'm having trouble like watching it in long stretches just because okay. like I just get bored it and is, I'm like I is, get like it antsy. Atmospheric elements, it, to but it. it's very well made. Like I'm not complaining yeah, about yeah. it. Like it seems very well made. Like mm. I, it's just like. The other night when I put it on, I was like, I need something more engaging. Uh-huh. Uh, but what I did want to talk about, though, is I, I also started re-watching Workaholics, hmm. uh, which is a... I've actually never watched it all the way through. I've only watched uh, one-off episodes. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good show. Is that show. why you're trying to look like that dude? Uh, <laughs> we don't get, well, you're, not, you're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> I, I do sort of look like Blake or whatever you from... do workaholics yeah when you when you have just a regular mustache you really do mm, yeah yeah and I, I made a meme about it and sent it to yeah you a did it, that meme. is an amazing meme i, mean, I, I, I really I think love some that of my meme. favorite memes are private memes mm-hmm. that i just send to like one person or two people max the best one that i've ever seen is the one uh where you're like happy 31st birthday but you took the 311 logo oh, yeah. to make it into my 31st yeah that was yeah. really good <laughs> 311th. Yeah, my happy 311th birthday. That's, yeah. It was the most 311th birthday, that's it for is. sure. I, well, no, no, this this birthday is your 33rd. 
mm-hmm. which is your third 11th birthday. Whoa. You're going to have a three. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. We got to do something we special a, for that. You should have a come original party. Okay. Like, we should try to, like. like so, so, an orgy? <laughs> I think I have enough Molly. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, no, no, I like the idea of a uh, of a come original party. That sounds uh, sounds good. You should. <laughs> uh, we should like invite a whole bunch of people to an orgy, and they show up, and it's just a listening party for candy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. By the band orgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a uh, that's a pretty good joke. I, I like that. Uh, but in 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 rewatching Workaholics, they um, so that first season of that show came out a long time ago, and it it two thousand six. I think it's a little later than that, but Wasn't it's like around the, around there. Yeah, I think sometime between two thousand seven and two thousand nine. Yeah, I mean it was it was like late. 2000s at some point yeah i don't remember how late well they have flip phones in the first season so it was definitely like okay. pre-smartphones yeah, I, I remember it was like kind of around the same era as like whitest kids you know maybe i don't know yeah yeah i, I really think whitest kids, kids you know, you know. Was, i think that was like 2005 yeah i think whitest kids you know <clears> was a little earlier but they, they ran yeah. around the same time totally and so like the first season of that show it definitely yeah, they're, they're, it's not. Is it rough? Because it's oh, a little rough. It's like it's most, not. Most I wouldn't say it's. Most uh, seasons are rough. I'd say. Oh, I, it's actually pretty good as far as the comedy goes. I would just say like some of the jokes are a little off color in in today's viewing through today's lens. Uh, so there's some off color jokes. Color, so so jokes about black people. No, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, but like, so we're not talking about actual color. Well, yeah. <laughs> One thing that's interesting is like. One of the big so when I when I first watched that show I was really turned off by it because the first episode that I watched was actually the second episode of the show, which is about them like befriending a pedophile. Uh, they have since removed oh, that episode because because the guy who played the pedophile is an actual pedophile. No, yeah. what? Yeah, so that guy I had no idea. I totally forgot. No, no, yeah, that guy I forget his name, but he was canceled and he's like back doing stuff now and people are like calling it out, being like. Hey, this guy's a predator because he was like caught like grooming and like sending pictures to like underage girls online and shit. That's gross. Yeah, yeah, no, straight up, straight up. So the guy who played that guy is like, I mean, he wasn't playing a character. Well, so like that episode sucks, and that was the second episode of the show, and it's no longer on streaming. Mm-hmm. So like it, that episode just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and that's the which is pretty took interesting. Well, that's good because yeah. that episode was not good. So, mm-hmm. like, the rest of the episodes are stronger and it's better okay. for yeah. it. Stronger, yeah. longer. Stephen Dong is Well, you almost got there. Almost. So. Yeah. We had a great conversation about dicks last night. What were we talking about? We were talking about oh, more, celebrities. Well, with, well, well with, no, no. Well, the, the thing, <clears> I was, <throat> was kind of like, um, I was kind of trying to uh, workshop a bit I'm working on, like, um, you know, all types of people have big dicks and I uh-huh. can name a person like in the media of like every race, creed, color, everything yeah. that's got a big dick. For sure. Basically, except I can't think of a single Mormon that I know of mm-hmm. who's got a big fucking dick. Yeah. Can you name a Mormon who's just known to have a fucking donkey schlong? He's a fat throbbing. Like even even one. That, like I mean, even if it's not you know, even if it's speculation, like 
You know, no one's yeah. like, oh, here's Mitt Romney in sweatpants. Look at yeah. that outline. No yeah, one's, nobody's never like, been there. nobody like, didn't Joseph Smith have like hella wives? Not not one of those bitches was like he had a big dick. Like not a single one. Not a single. No, no. Yeah, like, like there, there's no nah. sacred stones that they're interpreting. Like <laughs> Joseph Smith has a giant schlong on. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he had sacred stones, if you know what I mean. But oh, yeah, yeah. But- they yeah. weren't that sacred. I'd step on him. Uh, he'd probably like that. He probably would. I bet. He, I bet. I bet Joseph Smith was into cock and ball torture. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back that claim right yeah. now. It's canon now. Yeah. If you're a Mormon, it's mm-hmm. just added to your culture. Like, yep. you can do that. You enjoy. can do that. Yeah. Have yeah. Fun enjoy with that. It. Yeah. It's holy. It's, yeah. It's the holy day. Joseph Smith was into into CBD. Uh, so maybe CBD. CBT. CBT. <laughs> You got to take the CBD so you can stand the CBT, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, CBT, CBD, actually uh, a great remedy um, for, you know, cleanup after a, a CBT scene. So, yeah. 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 Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anywho, uh, yeah. Britt, you want to hit me with a bucket fact? I would fact? Love to hit you with a bucket <laughs> fact. Today we're going to talk about uh, one of Buckethead's uh, contemporaries and influences. One of his main influences. Yeah. We're going to talk about Sean Lane. Oh, big influence. Big influence, uh, contemporary, friend of Buckethead's, uh, Amazing guitarist and absolutely pianist, amazing, yeah. Like virtuoso level guitarist and pianist. Honestly, like one of the best in the world at both of those things. The guy, he's, uh, you know, he's he's dead now, but uh, in his short life, he played with Ringo Starr, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Reggie Young, Joe Walsh, and Jonas Helborg, among others. Which Amazing. is a crazy list. Yeah, um, for real. So And dude absolutely shreds. Shreds. Like insanely. Yeah. Like um, just an incredible style. If you've never listened to Sean Lane, definitely type his name like, into YouTube he, and just like watch some of his videos. They're like, really so incredible. He, he has um a guitar style that cannot be learned or practiced into. Like, he's like he is he's, true he's, like next level virtuoso. Yeah, he is he's he's beyond uh, uh, at one point, Paul Gilbert described him as a terrifying monster mm. in terms of his technical ability because mm-hmm. he he plays stuff that is literally impossible to play by most people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's impossible to develop that skill in a lifetime for a lot of people just based on physical limitations. Anyway, Sean Lane, born in Memphis, Tennessee, got an early start in music being a gigging pianist and guitarist. By the time he was 14 years old, wow. by the to- time of 14, he was playing lead guitar for a band uh, featuring 27-year-old Ozzy Osbourne and Whitesnake drummer Tommy Aldridge. Oh, wow. Yeah, who is uh, uh, widely known as, and regarded as one of the pioneers of using double bass drums in metal. Um, early in his career, uh, the owner of Sh- Shrapnel Records, Mike Varney, Uh, found out about Sean Lane and uh, got some recordings of his uh, and would send bootlegs of them to guitar-playing enthusiasts and fellow virtuosos, including Paul Gilbert, who described him as a terrifying monster in terms of his technical playing ability. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, Paul Gilbert was teaching Buckethead, and he showed Buckethead some of these recordings. Um, and there were some video recordings, bootlegs he had that he saw. Uh, seeing Sean's playing is largely attributed to a lot of developments in Buckethead's style, mm-hmm. uh, most notably with his eight-finger tapping techniques, also known as nubbing. Yeah. Um, so according to Sean Lane himself, uh, he was experimenting in the late 80s with a guitar recording technique uh, that was just basically doing like very quick runs while tapping and then overdubbing it very quickly in ways that couldn't be really replicated live, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Buckethead got this tape from Paul Gilbert and thinking it was actual human playing, decided to try to replicate it. Yeah. Which is attributed to his eight uh, finger tapping, his nubbing technique. Interesting. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the early 90s, the two would uh, form a friendship after a meeting through mutuals, and uh, they would attempt to make an album together uh, once in uh, two, uh, sorry, 1993, and then again in 2003. Mm-hmm. but both would unfortunately <clears throat> never come to fruition. And uh, the one they tried to make together in 2003 uh, was supposed to also feature another guitarist with the last name Kaiser, who is the same guy who gave Buckethead the guitar known as Kaiser's Gift, which oh. I talked about in a very yeah. early Bucket fact. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, Weird. Small world. Yeah, right? Yeah. So... uh they would share the stage together just one time in 1997, playing oh, a wow. show together, uh, both of them doing solo. Sean Lane unfortunately passed away in September of 2003 from an autoimmune disease that he'd had since childhood. He was just 40 years old. After Damn. his death, Buckethead put a memorial on his website with a message saying, I quote here, I feel very lucky for the few moments I got to spend with him. And they were very special memories. That's very sweet. He was by far the greatest guitar player that ever lived. More importantly, he was a great man. Damn, Bucket is a sweet guy. He really is. I I really get the vibe that he's just a nice person, Mm -hmm. and I I like him a lot. Yeah, he feels a lot of stuff very deeply, I think. Yeah. We listened to three more fucking Pikes this fucking week. Fucking A we did. Holy shit. Uh, Pike 169. Nice. nice. Pike 170 and Pike 171. And that's going to be the windowsill washed away and a ghost took my homework, respectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pike 169. Nice. nice. Released on September 6th, 2015. Just four days after the previous Pike, mm-hmm. Agna Raider. Yeah. Four days? Four days after. Nice. So this Impressive is a three-song Pike. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's uh, a lot of bass shredding in the first two-thirds of it. Yeah, the first two-thirds, definitely. Um, Bunch of bass it's, shredding. It's mostly a bass album. Mostly. The last song takes a different sort of direction yeah, with yeah. guitar. But uh, it's a lot of slap-heavy bass funk shit. 
uh-huh. with electronic uh-huh. drums. Yes. Um, a lot of heavy distorted bass. Uh-huh. A lot of running the bass through the FM4. A lot of like doing very quick runs on the bass. bass. He, yeah. yeah. He, and so he does a lot of <clears> stuff <throat> that honestly, you know what it reminded me a lot of? What's that? Joey motherfucking DeMaio, baby. Interesting. He, do, he does a lot of very. Bass player for Manowar. Yeah, bass player for Manowar, who is a virtuoso in his own interesting right. Not a great virtuoso, but <laughs> but does a lot of shred stuff where, I mean, he, he's able to, like, cover scales very quickly, but not yeah. perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for shredding bass, mm-hmm. Buckethead's skill level is about the same. Buckethead is not as good as bass as he is on guitar. Yeah. And they cannot shred quite as well. I mean, in, to be fair, it is so much harder to shred it on is. bass and make it sound clean than it is guitar no matter what effects you use, no matter how good you are, like it is very difficult. Agreed. Um, and you know, in as much, uh, this week I saw, uh, I went to see a show. Um, oh, yeah? I saw Victor Wooten. Oh Victor yeah. Forgot about that. That's so tight. How it, was that? It was good. It's the first tour he's been on in a couple of years because of mm-hmm. COVID and everything. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, um, I had tickets to see him, I think last April or something, Uh but it was like right when everything shut down. So he, he's rescheduled it twice and he finally got here and it was great. Um, but like, I don't know, he seemed very like out of practice and he was good, but like Uh he wasn't nearly as good as any other time I've seen him. And I've seen him in different bands tons of times. Uh And this was the first time I was like, yeah, he seems like a little bit out of practice. He's not super clean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone has bad days. They do. And it can happen. It can happen yeah. to anyone. But this is, you know, this is fine. This <clears> is like, I think he's playing up to his skill level here on mm-hmm. bass. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good bassist. Don't get me wrong. Very good bassist. Yeah. I think he'd, he'd work like in any band very well. Um, It's just, you know, he's not as good at guitar. And so if you go into the album expecting a as good as guitar album, but on bass... That's it's not, not what it is. quite that. Not no, quite that, no, definitely not that. I, I don't really feel like he's trying to make it that either. No. He's just kind of doing some weird stuff with the bass. And like, I know what that's like as a guitar player. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just really fun to just be like, Hey, bass. Yeah. Bass let's is, do it. Bass is always fun. And you know what? Honestly, like the most fun instrument is the one you don't main. Mm. Right. That's actually a good point. The instrument, Bass is probably my favorite instrument to play. Right? And, like, you know, my favorite instrument to play is probably bass, because bass is the best instrument. But, uh, no. Sure. But it honestly depends. Like, honestly, so I've been playing, like, six-string a bunch for years now. I, I recently went back to, like, four-string fretless, and I think that's my favorite instrument to play. Nice. It just feels so right. And there, you can do so many cool things on it. You can. You know, without frets, you can do so many dumb things on that instrument. Yeah, you can. And I like that. I it's like, like you're, you're a walking slide whistle. Uh, or, or like, you know, you're like a trombone, but with a big penis. <laughs> That's how I feel. So William T. Riker. Exactly. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Fretless bass is the William T. Riker of instruments. That's how I feel. There you go. You know what? Nailed you're totally it. right. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, you're Spencer. welcome. You're you put welcome. That, you put that into better terms than I ever could. <laughs> uh, track two, The Moors, was, you know, what we described. Mm-hmm. A uh, really bass-heavy funk song. Lots of slapping. Overall, a cool song. Um, 
even though it's all bass, it's nothing at all like his other all bass album, Pike 117 Vacuum. Correct. It's yeah. not like that. And he doesn't have a lot of all bass stuff, but I appreciate that the all bass stuff he has is very different and diverse. I appreciate that too. Yeah. I liked Vacuum quite a bit. I remember Vacuum being a big fan sick. of that. Yeah. This one was all right. Um, this one was all right. The Moors, the first song, it was cool, but it was 14 fucking minutes long, which is... Fucking minutes. For an all bass song. Fucking minutes. I would say too long. That's... Uh, no matter who you are, even Michael Manring cannot keep my attention for 14 minutes on bass for one song. My, more like Michael Cockring. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's yeah. Not a bad idea. We could make an app. Yeah. <laughs> it syncs to your phone and, and vibrates your in time. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a, it's a metronome for your dick. Yes. Oh, there you go. You know, they, yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. You got to keep time. I mean, wow. Yeah. And on your dick, what better way? Yeah. What are you paying more attention to than your dick while playing bass? Exactly. Like, it's, Nothing. It, it's a metronome. It's a Cockering metronome only for bassists. The Michael <laughs> Cockering. I love it. Uh, track two, The Dunes, another all bass song. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, kind of a more compact and uh, efficient version of the first song, The Moors. Yeah. Lots of slapping, lots of distorted parts. Uh, the drums are a little more natural on this track than the previous one. The previous one's mostly electronic stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty cool bass shredding here, but mostly it's a lot like the previous song. Yeah, it's a lot like the previous song. It sounds very similar. And then track three, The Window Sills, uh, the titular track, very different. Yeah, very different. Big, long, slow guitar solo. Yeah. Uh, um, slow leads. It's a not very jam. Not very bass heavy. I mean, there's a bass riff in the background that keeps on repeating. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, just not very like bass centric. It's yeah, more uh, guitar centric, more yeah, atmospheric. It's a lot like a lot of the previous pikes, like a bass mm-hmm. riff and some drums with some electronic elements here and there, doing a lot of repeating riffs and then a lot of guitar jamming over it. Mm-hmm. It's a jammy song. It's fine. It's fine. The weakest not my song favorite. The album, yeah, though, even for sure. Though it's the only one with guitar. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Overall, not a bad pike. I liked it. Mm. It was mm-hmm. nice to see him go full bass mode again. Yeah, yeah, totally. This is a soundtrack to like food. This is like food truck rock. Okay, I mean we've had a lot of food truck rock before. I mean, uh, but like you know, sometimes you gotta have a food truck rock. True. Honestly, though, it's it's all bass, and bass bass belongs to weirdos. Not all food trucks are run by weird. A lot of them. are. So like, I'm thinking like a grilled cheese only food truck. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. 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 Right. So I was I was thinking because this is. You know, a bass album, and bass belongs to the weirdos. That's true. It's a place where, like, weirdos no. hang out. So I feel like this album goes to the Kratom shop uh, <laughs> at Buckethead Lane. Why would there be a Kratom shop at Buckethead Why Land? Why wouldn't there be a Kratom shop at Buckethead uh, Land, Spencer? Do you think you can vape at Buckethead Land? Yeah, you can vape whatever the fuck you want. You can vape DMT at Buckethead Land. I don't, I, I don't know if it's that's a, it's allowed. It's a vape-friendly pre- park. Okay. That's that's my opinion. You, right? think, you think there's just, like, fucking... There's just a Ferris wheel and people are just ripping DMT on that Ferris wheel? I, I think, like, I could definitely see a pike named, like, Vape Cloud Ferris Wheel. <laughs> that's that's a like good point. Vape, vape Cloud Cyclone Bender or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a thing. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. And pike 170. Uh, also, um, his 200th solo studio. Yeah. yeah. Saw a lot of people talking about that online. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Pike 170 Washed Away, mm-hmm. released on September 12th, 
2015, just four days after the windowsill. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a two-track pike. Uh, one of the tracks, the first one, is I think the longest track on any pike that's not a single track. Hmm. It is tw- 25 minutes long. Yeah, so this is a weird one. Uh, the first song is just a like very ambient, slow Honestly, guitar solo. The first song was amazing, in my opinion. Interesting. The production on it was different from anything he's ever done on the Pikes and pretty much anything he's ever done musically except for the album he did with William Ackerman. And honestly, this sounds like a Wyndham Hill recording, 100%. Hmm. This sounds like some Michael Hedges-ass shit or maybe like early Pat Metheny, like the stuff he was doing that was New hmm. Age. Like, it is like incredibly dynamic, but also quiet. It is quiet. Yeah. It's very quiet, but like if you turn the volume up, this shit is super dynamic. Like he, this is a non-compressed, basically a like a new age song, but with like buckethead guitar over it. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. It to, to me listening to the to it, I was like, this is dentist waiting room music. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, but then, I mean, the second track... Or like track, massage music. The second track... Is a, as a is slam so metal different. song. Yeah. It's, it's a Baroque speed metal jammer. Yeah. Like, it's it's very, like, neoclassical. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a lot of cool runs on it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool uh, song, actually. It's, it's one of the best speed and thrash riff songs I've heard on any of his albums. Like, there's some great fucking riffs in there. It would be amazing with vocals. Yeah. There's no solos, but it would definitely invite solos. Mm-hmm. Like an Andy LaRoque type solo on here would fucking rock. Yeah. Uh, this is probably my track of the week, honestly. I really like Spike. Spike was nice. great. Washed Away was really great, too. Honestly, this was a great album. The problem is the two songs on it didn't work together at all. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense together at all. I like that he's willing to just be like, whatever. Yeah, like, fuck it. I just made these two tracks. Yeah, we're just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool pike. It's pretty cool. It's understated. The tracks don't work together, but the first track itself, as you said, a massage, I put, it goes to the bucket spa. Uh-huh. This bucket, bucket spa. spa. There's Dude, bucket spot's, bucket spot's gotta be a weird place. No, that's gotta be great. Yeah. It's okay. Be really good. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. Like, imagine a, a cucumber mask, but they give you like the bucket head mask and then put cucumbers <laughs> over here. <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm here, I'm here for it. Uh Pike 171, a ghost took my homework, released on September 17th, 2015, mm-hmm. five days after washed away the previous bike. Mm-hmm. A ghost took my homework. I really liked this one. This was pretty good. This one's pretty um, good. It was uh, uh, pretty consistent altogether. Like all the songs work together. It's three tracks. Dude, okay. Um, The first song is Bucket Gent. It's it's, it's Bucket Gent, but it's also like Bucket New Metal. It's kind of new metal but it's like very genty too. There's so, some like genty riffs so, there, so which I, I think wrote, is crazy. I, yeah, I said it's it's genty and psychedelic metal with electronic drums mm-hmm. and a lot of new metal influence. Correct. Like it's it, it's gent in the way that like a lot of stuff off of um fucking that one uh uh Mudvayne album is kind of genty. The one with okay. Dick. 
you know. LD50? Yeah, LD50. Thank you. Which which turned 21 recently, I think. I listened to a song from that yesterday. I listened to the whole thing like a few months ago. It's a good album. It honestly. is an underappreciated album. It is, it's honestly a pretty good album. It's a pretty good album. Anyway. Especially for like modern, or not modern, sorry. Especially for like accessible, like mainstream metal at the time. Like it goes pretty hard. It does. Like it's no, heavy. It's, it's, it's like, a, it's a, it's a, it, it gets classified as new metal, but if the term new metal never existed, it would be classified with some other extreme metal. Like thrash or death metal or yeah, something yeah, it, like that. It'd be yeah. like a weird corner of death metal. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think so, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Like if, if another band, like if a band named like Gore Pussy released <laughs> that album. Oh, it would be 100% death metal. It, like they, no, one no, no one would question it at all. They'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, it's a death metal album. Yeah. I don't know. It's no, funny. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, you're 100 on wrong. Yeah, we've got to start gore pussy. Yeah, <laughs> gore pussy. I mean, <laughs> someone's already started that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, it's all pretty, right. Pretty good name though. I I still miss uh gorps. Gorps. <laughs> gorpsy. Gorpsy. You mean? No, no. Gorps. Not gorpsy. Shut up. It's gorps. <laughs> gorpsy. Um. Anyway, Ghost took my homework. Uh, mm-hmm. longest track on the album at 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh. Psychedelic, genty, new metally, mm-hmm. clocks in at 18 minutes. Uh, about eight minutes in, there's a slap guitar part. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is pretty cool. And then after that, he just goes like kind of full effects kill switch for most of the rest of the song. Mm-hmm. It's cool. There's some good riffs on here. Mm-hmm. Um, within the parameters of what the song is, the song goes quite a few places there it, yep. it's pretty diverse for being just a straight psychedelic genty metal song yeah it does and and i i really enjoyed it like i liked how weird it was there's a lot of like wham, like sludgy whammy riffs where he does the like uses the whammy pedal to make it sound all like yeah crazy which is fun um, but I, I just thought this one had like some really good energy and I like the down tuned guitar riffs. Like it sounded pretty fun. Yeah. And and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, next song, a van, oh, sorry. A man visits museum. Yeah. A man visits museum. Yeah. A man does. A man does. Second yeah. August song at nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of. Kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, except this one uses a lot more regular drums with electronic drums. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more experimental, but a lot shorter. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? It's it's very much in the same vein of what was yeah. happening before. A lot more solos, I'd say. Yeah, I, I like the first song a little bit more, but yeah, I, I still think it's too. like it's strong. It's yeah. not it's not terrible. Yeah. 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 And then um, last song, clocking in at I think like four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birds and ladders. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty sick little metal song. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Very buckethead. Very buckethead. Pretty good. Pretty good. A ghost took my homework. Where do you think this goes in the park? Hmm. It's a good question. I don't know. I think this goes to a roller coaster called a uh, like schoolhouse shock. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a schoolhouse rock type, like instructional thing where like, you know, you go to a different mm-hmm. section and they're singing about like a thing and being instructional about it, except it's like 
the history of like Bootsy Collins and shit. Well, that sounds tight. Do you think it would cover all like the weird sex stuff that Bootsy Collins surely does? I mean, none of that's public, so I really doubt it. But like, it would be cool if it went that far. I don't know. I don't know if it's that weird. I mean, like, dude obviously eats butt. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you seen his wife? Mm-mm. She's fucking fine, dude. Nice. And she's like, I think in her like fifties or sixties, dude. I eat that butt every day of the week. By <laughs> the Bootsy already beat you there. So, but yeah, he he ate that Bootsy Collins. <laughs> The, the Bootsy was Collins to him, so he ate Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, what is Tom Collins? Tom Collins mix? Tom Collins mix is uh, lemon and sugar. That's I think. it? Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, like a Tom Collins, I think, is like lemon simple syrup. Uh, I want to say like tonic and and gin, something like that for Tom Collins. Huh. Yeah. I've never had that. That sounds like a decent drink. You know what I would highly recommend is mm-hmm. a podcast called The Sloppy Boys. <laughs> uh, which, uh, okay. No, honestly, it's an amazing podcast. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's done by um, uh, three of the guys from The Birthday Boys who have a band called The Sloppy Boys. And each week they uh, they talk about a different cocktail – in the history of it while they're drinking the cocktail and they're like three really funny, really annoying guys. It's mm-hmm. one of my brother's favorite podcasts. If that tells you anything. Okay. And also it's one of his favorite bands. If that tells you anything there, we gotta, we gotta check out. We gotta listen to a sloppy boy song after this. Cause you'll, you'll enjoy it. All right. That sounds like a, t- like a thing I'm going where, to be is, required to is, do. Is, uh, where where do you think this goes in the park? I said Schoolhouse Shock. Uh, Schoolhouse Shock is a very fun idea. Mm-hmm. To me, like, I hear this and I'm like, I I hear, like, a library. If a library played music. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, libraries don't play music, but they probably would in Buckethead Land. And so why do I think this is library music? I don't know. It reminds me of like computers and like being weird at a computer, maybe jerking off at a computer, which is a thing people do in libraries. So that's fair. I don't know. There's a lot there. How about a cryberry? Mm. Have you ever seen anybody jerking off in the library? I've seen people looking at porn in the library. Me too. I don't think I've ever seen anybody jerking off in the library. Like what, what kind of motherfucker goes to the library to look at porn? Like what, why? I mean, you know, if you're like homeless and whatever, like, where else are you gonna look at porn? Sure, but like the people that I see looking at porn in the library don't look homeless. Well, I mean, all types of people are homeless, whether they look at it or not, Spencer. That's that is true. That yeah. is true. But let's imagine for a second a non-homeless individual who makes a special trip to the library to look at pornography. Yeah, what about them? Um. In the words of NSYNC, tell me why. I don't think it's illegal necessarily, is it? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but why? Why do we need to be tra- looking why, at why porn not? in the there, library? It's, it's, there's no law against it. Why are you hating? <laughs> like, why, why do people got to do a lot of things? Like. <laughs> It's, I, it's, could, I could make I could make the argument I've like some douchebag could be walking down the street. Why why men allowed to have long hair with this motherfucker right here? 
Why you got long hair, motherfucker? And you'll be like, what, what, dude? Who cares? I don't think that looking at who, porn who is this, in the library is the same as having long hair. Listen, listen. The porn <laughs> visually offends you. The long hair visually offends the guy who dislikes the long hair, right? So, I don't dislike porn, and porn doesn't offend me. Then why do you care? I, just why do we got to do it? He's not jerking off. There's a law against jerking <laughs> what? off. But it's, There's no law against viewing the pornography. It's weirder that he's not jerking off. I'll be honest. I mean, it is. It is. It raises more questions. <laughs> yes. But why exactly. do you need all these questions answered? This isn't your life. Why do you care about what mm-hmm. they're doing on their personal computer time in the library? Do you <laughs> do you go around to everyone in the library like, oh, why is this motherfucker on uh, Microsoft Excel? What's he doing? Oh, oh, what's this motherfucker doing? <laughs> looking at a uh, looking at shit for a, a book report? Oh, I don't like Babylon. Babylon's stupid. Why are you going? Nebuchadnezzar's that? a fucking dumbass, Fuck bro. Like, what? Why are you judging this one specific thing? People are non illegally looking at on the library computer, Spencer. <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> Like, I like that you keep specifying it's not illegal. You are. It's not illegal. Are, okay. It's not illegal. We have not deemed it ethically or morally abhorrent as a society enough to the point where we have banned <laughs> it with legislation. So why do you gotta legislate with your own fucking opinion on a free society, motherfucker? Just looking at his goddamn pornography on the library computer. <laughs> Well, you got me beat there. I guess I, I can't I can't judge, you know? There Sometimes you a man has to, like, look at gangbangs and not jerk off. You oh, know? wait, wait. Gangbangs? That's disgusting. I agree with you. Whoa. That's gross. I thought we were talking about just one man, one woman pornography. Yeah, no. They, they be looking at all sorts of greasy oh, shit in the library. Oh, that's unchristian. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I agree with you now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big judgment. We should go to the library and look at porn on the computers. Is that going to be our next <laughs> special episode? Oh, no. No, that that's going to be my recommend. That's my recommendation for the week, Spencer. That's what we're doing, actually. Oh, no. That's next level. Um, uh, that's next week, Spencer, not next oh, level. Jesus Christ. Well, the, any- next, the next level is level two, which no one's ever beat. No, <laughs> no one's ever beat off. It, it's, it only gets harder from here. <laughs> Exactly. That's a reference to our Patreon-only bonus episode. Yeah, which you can listen to if you pay us. Yeah. Give us that sweet, sweet skrill. Yeah. Um, anyway, those were the pikes for the week. Uh, what, do you, what do you got to, to uh, recommend this week, Spencer? What's going on? Oh, man. Okay, so I actually do have a good recommendation. I'm just kidding. Hey, Spencer, you want to take a, a fucking trip with me? Yeah. Yeah, where are we going? <laughs> to the bucket void. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we did it! We're here! It's the part of the show where we, you know, look at YouTube and scowl and make fun of the people who leave comments there. But more, more than taking a look into YouTube, we take a look inside. Yeah. Uh, find out what's really important. Yeah, indeed. I, I also wake me up. You know, inside and before you go, go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. when September ends. Which, Thanks. you know, now that it's November. Yeah. I really, somebody should have woken me up a while ago. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
month and change. Yes, indeed. Bad job. I'm gonna fire my wake up call. Do they still have wake up call services? Is that still? I I have no idea. I I bet if you asked for that at a hotel, they would do it. Oh no, no. In in hotels, they definitely have it still. Yeah. I feel like it's only in hotels though. Like they used to have that for like people. What? That's wild. I guess. Yeah. yeah, Before phones. I mean, there's there's a there's a Seinfeld episode about a wake up call service. Yeah, right. I mean, it was a real thing in like the '90s. It's really fun how dated Seinfeld is now. Yeah, right? it's pretty. It's a show about nothing, but it's also a show about nothing relevant. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I would love to see an episode about, uh, you know, Kramer saying the N word <laughs> and getting canceled. <laughs> those words, those words. What do we got in the bucket void? Uh, YouTube user Anna K. <laughs> Says, six years ago, tenderness and sentimentalism, followed by harshness and anger. All the feelings in one album. What else can a listener ask for except our congrats once again, Sir Buckethead? So whoever is typing this is really in need of like a DDL relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some big sub vibes. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Extremely. Yeah, they they yeah. really want they they want Buck Daddy for oh, sure. Yeah, they want the big B. The bi- and the big D. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of Buck Daddy, YouTube user Par- Paramecium 302 says mm. 6 years ago Probably shouldn't refer to Buck as Brian. Heard he doesn't like it very much. I don't like Buck either. Yeah, Buck's a little weird. Yeah, I don't like. I don't particularly like Buck or Bucky too much. Mm, yeah, I like it's Bucket, weird. Big B, Buckethead, mm-hmm. uh, Big Daddy B. Yeah, Daddy Bucket. Um, um uh, Daddy Head. Head Daddy? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, evil Dominator Head X. Uh, uh, um, Bucket, Sir Bucket. Fuck Me Harder Daddy. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, uh, hard Normal Daddy. Uh, Fuck Pig X. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Fuck Pig Triple X. Yeah, yeah. Triple X starring Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, Triple X 2 starring Ice Cube and not Vin Diesel. Uh, Triple, Triple X3, X3, three, the return of Xander Cage, starring Star- Vin Diesel again. again. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Triple X3 starring. Fine. Uh, 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 YouTube user Parker Petty says six years ago, could someone explain to me this whole pack thing? I know they're like 200, but is there a story behind them? Yeah, they do. They did actually write it like that. I know they'd like two hundred, but is there a story behind them? They're id like two hundred. <clears> um, yeah. Um, uh, no, there's not. Um, I mean, well, it's, it's actually, you know what? This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. world. And all the, you know, although she looks so uh, sad in photographs, photographs, I absolutely, I absolutely love, love her. her when she smiles. <laughs> yeah. Is is that song? The original, like, uh, fucking toxic male, you should smile. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Th- that is, right? That band invented toxic uh, masculinity. I think they did. Yeah. I mean, them and Ted Nugent, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really like a straight line from, like, jailbait to story of a girl. Definitely straight, because no gay people listen to either of those bands. <laughs> 
yeah. Um, anyways, uh, YouTube user Mr. C5150, whose profile picture is a <laughs> is a snowman playing guitar. Oh, you know what that means? He's a snowman. I'm gonna show that to you. It's playing an Eddie Van Halen guitar. Mr. C, that that stands for Mr. Cocaine. Yeah, probably. Speaking of cocaine, snowman. All right. He says, uh, (laughs) "Shut up." Two years ago, snowman because they call cocaine snow. Oh, thanks. I didn't get it before you explained it to me. Yeah, he has eight balls. Mm, yeah. Eight testicles. Just banging around. The, the, Four dicks and eight balls. Yeah, the, the, it's like one of those like things you leave on the desk where like one is tapping and like the ones on the end are like going back and forth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh fuck it. Here, here's here's a here's a quick bucket joke. Um Riker Riker asks uh Worf if he has an eight ball. Riker uh Worf says, uh no, I only have four. <laughs> Yes, uh, that's awesome. Do you think he's got two ball sacks or they're like inner balls? Yeah, that's what I wonder because he's got two penises. So does he have four balls? That's That rules. I, I hope so. They're just like in a big old sack. Or you know what would be cool? Yeah, or if you have like, like three two balls. two sacks. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, would they be separate sacks like the separate penises or would they all be together? I think they'd all be together. I think like the two of them would be like internal balls maybe. Oh, like two of them are hiding and two of them are like visible? Mm hmm. Because they have redundant organs, remember? So, like, I would say that, like, that's probably. So they got just like, yeah. I don't know. I do. I do know. You do know. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, Mr. C5150 says two years ago, slap happy shred festery. Holy fucking moly. Holy fucking moly. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. I love that. I like that too. That that, that sounds like a a special they'd have at Red Lobster. (laughs) Yeah, it does. We're shredding crabs at the shred festery. This weekend only, shred festery at the Red Lobster. Come get your buttermilk biscuits, you stupid fat faggot. Whoa, oh, okay. <laughs> that I was don't know. That. That, that's what it says on the ad. Right okay, there. yeah, you did read the copy oh, just yeah. direct. Sorry, um, <laughs> Format C for Cortex says six years ago, this guy is the Salvador Dali of rock music. I disagree. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's not <laughs> surrealist really. And he's like yeah, no, not not really. I mean, he's very real. He's very artistic, but like Salvador Dali wasn't like quite as prolific, I don't think. I mean Salvador Dali was fairly prolific, but not like a Picasso or anything. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um YouTube user Terry G- Gerard. Um mm-hmm. It says two years ago, definitely the best of all. I would like he put off his mask to see the face of the genius. I'm sure he is nice. I would like he put off the mask. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no, like he put no, off the mask. No, I wouldn't like that either. Why, 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 if you like the music so much, why do you care? Yeah. Why, why do you care what he looks like? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. Like people who Google like buckethead face pictures mm-hmm. what are you doing i think that like uh, most of those people are probably they're just curious yeah and i think I mean, curiosity it, is fine curiosity is fine and it's harmless but like anyone who is like into buckethead and like a real buckethead fan like a real point, bot I, yeah if you're a real bot at some point i think you got to realize it does not matter no there's no point in looking 
I mean, we want we want to get head mm-hmm. here on this podcast. Oh getting yeah, head yeah, yeah. Has do. nothing to do with knowing what Buckethead's face looks like. No, fact, getting head does not have anything. In to fact, do I would say most this. people who know what Buckethead's face look like do not get head that often. <laughs> Thanks for building to that. that you know, great. Except for maybe like Les Claypool, but then we have to t- have a talk about oh, no. the age of consent and <laughs> consent itself. Yeah. And, and child and, trafficking. And why, why Primus fans ignore all of these things. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's a lot. Uh, why, why adopting children can be kidnapping. Oh, no. Um... I mean, it's a whole nother discussion, but continue. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, YouTube user Lone Hawk Whitlock says, one year ago, edited, been hooked on this song for, sorry, been hooked on this song in particular for days now. That's day with like four Zs after. Days cool. now. What was his name again? Lone Hawk Whitlock. More like Lone Cock Shitcock. That's a lot. Um, nothing short of exceptional work here. Buckethead's tunes can take a mind and a soul to a wholly different dimension. Oh. Politics may not favor well with him, but if he ever ran for ambassador of the Galactic Federation for the advancement of the human soul, he has my vote. <laughs> this guy understands politics yeah he does that's a real political office i think it's currently being held by john oliver you think it's i thought it was <laughs> jimmy fallon still oh yeah sorry sorry i, I, I think, think it takes I, effect next year well, yeah yeah because jimmy yeah. fallon is laughed harder for longer so. well oh yeah that's how you get that job it's, yeah it's a it's a real desk slapper of a job yeah for certain uh, for certain um, so now, uh, we got to do, uh, today's, uh, come corner. Getting horner, massive boner, let's get into the come corner. YouTube user Daniel Thibault Channel says, five years ago, my bucket load, and then a very long ellipsis. Oh, uh, you know what channel <laughs> he's on? 69, baby. No, oh, uh, yeah, bucket hub, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hot, hot single guitarists in your area i want to fuck yeah but their names are buck and they want to fuck oh yeah buck. yeah for sure um and alex kaisido says two years ago oh my god well buckethead is the same god but this is amazing the whole planet should know buckethead this is medicine for my soul that medicine being viagra yeah yeah he was fucking jerking off while he was typing uh, that yeah 100 percent no, he was he was just like shoving things at his taint, like vaguely mm-hmm. discovering prostate orgasms. Yeah, so. just so horny, but doesn't know what to do. Right. Yeah. So. A cucumber in the butt, like just mm. going to town. Um, okay, before we do a statement from the Britain void, we call um, it the butt pickle. Or actually, sorry, not before we. Uh, actually, I take that back. What's how we're gonna do this? We're gonna talk about Jordan Vine here for a second. Oh yeah. Master of the shift key, a bucket bot divine. Your master extraordinary 
Oh my God, Jordan Vine! Wow, there's a lot of Jordan Vine this week. Um, a bit. Yeah, he, a lot of it is him talking about how, like, why do people care if he p- does whatever? Um, you know. But here's one that I, I think is is pretty good. Uh, this 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 is uh him just kind of summing up his case here. I think in a in a pretty good way. Um, why? Is it sometimes, not all the time, the main commenting point on Buckethead tracks, can't anybody enjoy it if it's repetitive and not say it is? The way I see it, people think music is not that enjoyable if the music is repetitive. Repetition in an awesome music. I would agree with people if the music was boring and shit anyway, and it was repetitive... Repetitious, and then, okay, I would agree, but the music being as incredible and awesome as it is and repetitive, why would anybody care? Because I fucking don't. And he follows that up um, four years ago. Also, yes, 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 there's repetition, but the absolute awesomeness of the music makes me ignore and forget about that. I couldn't give two fucks about that because, like I said, the music is incredible and phenomenal to moan about that. I mean, Ooh. come on. Should that have been a cum corner? That's a, the that's low, a mo- low, that's a, low key cum corner. That's a moan bone right there. The low key cum corner. Mm-hmm. Low key cum corner. Yeah, so he's just. That's a mid key reel. Yeah. yeah that's that's he, mid key. He's, he's sure. just chilling. We love a Jordan Vine. Uh, so while we're on the subject of Jordan Vine, mm-hmm. this week I. You know, you know, I'm a scary good researcher. Oh, and so I've been trying to find Jordan Vine. Amazing. You know, I have some possibilities. I found a lot of people named Jordan Vine. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. I typed that yeah. into Facebook. It didn't find yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of people, like including like a professional weightlifter and some other fun things. Mm-hmm. Uh, people named Jordan Vine. Nothing definitive, and no one who quite has the writing style of the Jordan Vine we've come to know and love. Yes. Uh, however, I found the exact same, and I'm 100% sure of this, Jordan Vine on YouTube doing comments on another artist that is not Buckethead. Oh. And this artist is 2000s rock band Saliva. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to read two here. This is from Saliva Sync. Video with lyrics. Jordan Vine says, "No, no, don't, no." Fuck! This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Jordan. And Vine. then, and then uh, uh, a while later, on saliva, never let you go. Uh-huh. Video with lyrics. He says, "So amazing." <laughs> He's got to be like 14, 15, right? Like, I'm thinking know. he's a young. One one thing I know lad. for sure now is when he's in Come Corner, you know what he lubes up with? Saliva. Bingo. Jordan Fine. Well, 
that sounded fucked up. That was, an that was, that was great. Yeah. Uh, so then to close things off before we do a, a statement from the Britain void, mm-hmm. uh, I got to mention my favorite Buckethead comment this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one is really something special. This is two subcultures colliding that I, I just, I didn't think I would see. And I'm, I don't know if I'm disappointed Spencer, wh- or amazed or some combination of both. Would you say, uh, this is what it's like when worlds collide? <laughs> yes, this is a Power Man 5000 of a, of a, of a connection here. Excellent. Um, this is what it's like when worlds collide. Are you ready for this? I am. YouTube user. RC Swiss made says, Do you think that's a Royal crown Swiss made like the cola? I, I'm not sure. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, says eight months ago, mm-hmm. Buckethead is not from this world. And then right below that WWG one WGA, which, uh, is a QAnon say slogan. That Where means we go on. We go all. And uh, I, I've never seen a, a, a pilled bucket bot, and I, I'm just, uh, I just, just want to say like that's that's amazing. Um, uh, it, I, I hope this person is no longer following uh, QAnon, but uh, it is really funny to see a buckethead x QAnon. Uh, I didn't think Unfor- I would see that. Unfortunately, not many people get de-radicalized from QAnon. That is true. It is like it, like a roller coaster. It just... It, it is. It keeps it's, going it, upwards. It's, it's a ramping mental illness. Yes. And it's, it's very much exacerbated by the fact that it inhabits a culture in corner of the internet that is entirely unregulated, uncensored and uninhibited by the fact that what they're doing has nothing to do with reality or truth. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. It like, is. It's super interesting to follow, but yeah. it's like sad and bad. Honestly, so like uh, QAnon forums are in a lot of ways a lot like fetishist forums, straight up. And religious stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's you know, yeah. Most Christians just want you know, just have a Jesus fetish, really. Oh, they they just want to come on that come on the cross, come on the cross, baby. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Uh, once on the once on the cross. Come, um, come once on the cross. Speaking of coming, um, yeah. The last statement from the void today is yes from is the it? Britain void. Oh, is it? Don't you dare! Don't play! Don't no. Uh, we don't need theme songs for everything. I like how this is the only theme song you disagree with. You're fine with theme songs for everything else in this podcast. Like, what? Okay. Speaking of coming, um, on April 18th, 2019, mm-hmm. at 5.15 p.m., yeah. you texted me and said, quote, Feeling like I skeet on a leash, puppy play is my release. <laughs> Feeling like I skeet on, on a leash, leash. puppy bum, bum, bum. play is my release. Hell yeah, dog, that rocks. Yeah. Statements from the bucket Uh, hey. Yeah. Britt, what do you got to recommend me? Um... This week, I 
I don't know what to recommend, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do two here. Okay. So the first thing I'm gonna recommend, if you can agree to it, so from now on, uh, the recommendation the week before when we're gonna trade off here, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be what we recommend the next week will be our special episode for the next week. Yes, correct. When we will both do it together mm-hmm. and you know and uh, talk about it to you. Yeah, totally, which I think can be really fun. So also, like, the way that that works, it means that every other week we get a whatever recommendation, you know, each of us. Uh, meaning, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Meaning we ha- we get to recommend something that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Which is, that's the position I'm in today, which I'm gra- right. grateful for. Yeah. But your recommendation has to count for something. So yeah, and so it's something lay it we, on me. we have to go do. And so I would recommend uh, getting drunk at a chain restaurant... <laughs> Like, you keep talking about like this. Applebee's. You've texted me about this so many times. Oh, wait, well, you have to get a Zoom. Can you get a Zoom recorder by next week? Uh, sure. Sick. I mean, if I mean, you can just get one and return it if <laughs> after you. That's use true. It. That's yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah. No matter what, yeah. Amazon doesn't give a fuck. Amazon doesn't care. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would recommend getting drunk at the Rock Pizza. <laughs> The rock wood fired pizza, huh? The rock wood fired pizza. Okay, all right. Uh, or we could go to the Hard Rock Cafe. We talked about that on a previous episode. That's, that's true. You know, yeah. I, I would recommend getting drunk at a chain restaurant with the word "rock" in it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. You know what? We could we could do both, Spencer. Oh my god, we could we Why could bar hop. We need the dude. We could rock hop. Wait, where's there? There's no Hard Rock. Sorry, there's no uh, rock wood fired pizza by the Hard Rock Cafe though. Not buy it, but we can fucking get an Uber and go wherever. To Linwood? No, no, no. There's <laughs> there's a Rockwood Fire Pizza in Queen Anne. Oh, really? Motherfucker. What? Yep. Why? Because... I guess because Queen Anne people are lame. Shut up. I used to live there. Yeah, but you don't anymore. Yeah, but I was cool and I lived there. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. What uh, do you got to recommend, dude? Wh- <laughs> can you elaborate more as to why you recommend that? Because we read the drink menu that one time, and they have sick ass drinks. <laughs> I mean, it's it's honestly like something I can't recommend because I've actually never done it personally, and I don't think uh-huh. I've ever gone to a um like a chain restaurant and gotten drunk there. But I think it's something that's funny. It is funny, yeah. It's like undeniably funny and stupid. It is undeniably stupid. Yeah, that's and true. that's why I think we should do it. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. All right. Um, what I have to recommend this week is, as I mentioned earlier, I've been catching up on new release albums. I've listened to a bunch of albums recently. Yeah. Um, some of those not as great as maybe I was hoping they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them like far exceeded my expectations. And one of those in particular I'd like to talk about and recommend not only that our listeners give it a listen, but I think you should give it a listen too. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. But uh, the new album from uh, Rivers of Nihil, um, okay, it's yeah. called uh, uh, The Work. Okay. And it is incredibly good. Um, have you, you've listened to Isan's solo material. Of Isan, course. the yeah, guitar yeah. player from yeah. Emperor, who makes wonderful progressive extreme metal uh, solo. With, with oftentimes saxophone. Yeah, with so saxophone. saxophone. So, uh, so I'm glad that you know that about Isan's solo material. So this Rivers of Nihil album is mm. Isan core. It, they it sounds just like Isan's solo stuff to the point where they have like sax solos and and everything okay. 
Like it's a it's a whole thing. Is it, is it like Isani, like almost like hammers of misfortuney kind of like? It is very Isan. Okay. It is very like even the dude's like extreme vocals and his clean vocals sound sort of like Isan. So it, it is straight Isan, like just straight like that. I I I'd classify his music as like incredibly cr- progressive metal with a lot of black metal flavors. So this has more death metal flavor to it, but it is uh, definitely just atmospheric, so, progressive, extreme metal. So is it almost like a Dan Swano take on Isan then? Or? Uh, it is just very Isan. You'll have to listen to it to know what I'm talking about, but suffice yeah. it to say, like if you have listened to Isan Solo Material, which you, if you have not, you should. You should. It's great. You should. Listen Much to, more so than Emperor. Yeah, listen to 2000s after. That's oh, my so good. Uh, 2010s very, after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my favorite Isan record. Very good record. Uh, and and this Rivers of Nihil album, the work, it, it definitely takes a lot of cues from that. I mean, I can't speak for them personally, but it sounds like they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds a lot like Isan solo stuff. There's a lot of really beautiful sax parts in it. There's a lot of really Sick. beautiful guitar solos in it as well. Yeah. And the vocals are really impressive too. Like there's a lot of great melodies and a lot of like, uh, it's just really, it's a very, very, very good record. It's very uh, diverse. It's very atmospheric. It like has a lot of dynamics in it, which is really nice. Oh, yeah. uh, it gets mellow. It gets heavy. Um, it's uh, it's very good. I would say if you like progressive extreme metal along the lines of stuff like, um, if you, uh, I don't know, uh, if you like a a a, a catatonia, a, okay. an opeth, yeah, maybe. Uh, this is almost in the same lines as, as something like that. Oh, an intronaut. If you like intronaut. Ooh, I love it. This intronaut. is kind of like an intronaut. Ooh, how, are, yeah. are the bass lines super funky? Like uh, no. Because no. that's what I love about intronaut. Yeah, intronaut just has super good bass lines. The, yeah. yeah, like I I could just listen to the bassist and drummer from intronaut play together and that's it. What the, they do yeah. is so cool. Like they are so tight. Totally. Watching them live is amazing. Their bassist has one of the best bass faces. He really does. Any he grooves I've so hard. Seen. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I feel like progressive extreme metal. Uh, you should check that out. It's really fucking good. Can't recommend it enough. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also, just a real quick shout out. I don't recommend the new Mastodon. It is. I have not listened. Extremely to it yet. long, and okay. it is. But not worth it long because I mean, like, Crack the Sky is very long, yeah. But Crack the Sky is incredible, Crack the Sky is like 70 minutes long. Crack the Sky is incredible, I know. though. This it's is not album. that. Yeah. This is like a lot of meandering, long mm. guitar solos and long atmospheric sections mm. that just kind of build to nothing. And like, it just keeps going. I swear this album is like almost two hours long. It's just like, wow. it's so long. That is long, it's so long. Bummer. And it's so boring. There are some good songs on there, mm. like, but I feel like they could have cut half of the album right, and it right. would have been a much better experience. I, I I don't I don't hate it. I'm not saying Mastodon's bad. I think Mastodon's a great band. Yeah. But uh I don't think this is their strongest work. Mm-hmm. Uh it's still interesting, but it's not I would say if you're a fan, listen to it, but if you're not a fan, this is not going to make you a fan so, of Mastodon. I feel like one thing a lot of musicians don't get, um, especially metal musicians is like the older they get, they will think that what translates is popular and like works really well live will work in recording. And so sometimes live, you can do a lot more like atmospheric sections and like jammy parts, jammy parts and just like Mm -hmm. groove a lot more and like have more in, in 
rely more on a vibe, whereas recording doesn't really work like that. Yeah, because it's like you're creating something for this set length of time that is going to be the same forever. Right. So you need to like lock it in and make it flow and make mm-hmm. it like progress through. Yeah, and it needs to be polished. And whereas mm-hmm. like the jammy parts that are live, like they're cool because they're not polished and they're just like, you know, doing their own thing and like showing off what, what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that, that can translate live I mean, to recording really well if you're a fucking jazz band, mm-hmm. but not really if you're a metal band, you know? Yeah, it it just, yeah, it came across really weird. Like, there's all these, like, really long jammy parts in it, and it's like, they're fine, but it's it's just, it's not that interesting. I, I'll be honest, like, the Mastodon record, mm-hmm. there are a lot of parts in it that remind me of some of the less interesting pikes Weirdly enough, so, like, someone actually on one of the Buckethead uh, Facebook groups was talking about how a couple songs on the new Mastodon reminded them of Buckethead songs. So I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, like, it, I actually came to that conclusion yeah, on my own, yeah. and I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like there, there is a somewhat of a lineage there, I guess. Huh. Uh, but I, I don't think it's a very strong record. Um, I um, feel like Mastodon's been kind of missing the last couple of records, at least for me. I mean, but you know. Like, name a metal band who has consistently put out good albums for twenty years. Oh, they're, they they do exist. They do exist. Death? No, no, not death even. Didn't death didn't last death, for death, twenty death years. Death lasted for like fourteen years. Yeah, uh, less shorter than Decepticide. Yeah, yeah. We I I yep. did the math on yep. that a yep. while ago. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I yeah. Uh, I hate that. I hate that um, too, dog. No, there's, there's actually like a bunch of metal bands that have done that. I, I would say the Black Dahlia Murder, um, which is a band who has literally been around for 20 years now, and they I, have put out a lot of consistently good records. I, I think, I honestly, like, they had one really good, Unhollowed was great, and then they didn't make good albums until like 2009 when they became like techie. No, 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 like, uh, un, uh, like Unhollowed is great, and then the album that came after that. Oh, um, I really didn't like that one. I see, I love that record. It's, it's like amazing. super poppy, that one. No, 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 the, the one that, um, Nocturnal. Nocturnal absolutely slaps. Nocturnal's so good. And then after that is, uh, Deflorate, and then it's, uh, I forget the one that after that's after that one. But here's the thing. Like, that band, they just make very consistent albums. Like, I but, feel like all of their also, albums are consistent. Also, they pretty haven't good. been around for 20 years. Yeah, they have. Since 2001? Yes. Okay. Look, look on their Wikipedia. Wait, when was Unhollowed? That had Unhollowed been... came out in 2004. Okay. That was, like, their first good album, though. That was their first album. So they haven't put good, out good albums for 20 years. Or do, So Unhollowed was tw- 2003. So, so the only, band's existed since 2001. So Unhollowed they've only been the, putting out good albums for 18 years maximum then. As I said, name okay. one name one metal band who is who has constantly put out good metal albums for 20 years. Enslaved. I might give you that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Enslaved slaps. They're, they're so good. All their stuff is although, great. Although, honestly, I haven't listened to a new Enslaved album for probably a decade. The one that came out in 2020 last year is, is fucking great. You should give it a listen. Like, I, mean, I so recommended it on one of the, on the, one of the, the, one the, of the episodes. The one after Vertebrae fell off for me. Yeah, I agree. And I so agree that, with that's that. the thing. Yeah. It's like, uh, that being said, though, like yeah. they, they picked it back up. Like, okay. it, like they, they released a couple that were really good after that. Retier is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most recent one is also really good. I'm almost um, surprised that Over, or, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, Enslaved, also Over, I would say, is another band that's Over, put out. 
shut up. Over is not a metal band. Yeah, that's true. Over was a metal band and then decided, no, we're just a band. That's, that is true. Regardless of whatever we put out. That is accurate. I I love Oliver more than anything, but the reason they've put out consistently great albums for 20 years is because they're not a metal band. They don't, they don't lock themselves in. They they like to explore. And I love that. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of exploring, it's time to explore my favorite part of the show. Is it? My body? Uh, That's later. Bucket joke. Hey Spencer, you got anything this week? No. Okay. No. I got distracted. That's okay. Working on other things. I've got a bunch of dick jokes this week. Oh, I love dick jokes. They're my favorite. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Dick Tracy jokes. Um. Did I tell you about uh, my recent experience at the seamstress? No. That was so-so. <laughs> nice. What do Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, and Megadeth have in common with Lars Ulrich's penis? <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. Well, his re- wife refers to both of them as the big four. What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, Lars has a small penis. We know this. We established it yesterday. It's Hell part yeah. of the canon. You know, if uh, if I'm not supposed to pee in my pants, then why does the word pants already have pee in it? Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate, atheist. Fucking A. Uh, if being cool was criminal, Spencer would be in jail. Not for being cool, but for the tax fraud that he's guilty of. Yeah, that's true. Tax fraud, baby. Why uh, Why did nine come? I don't know. Because seven ate ass. <laughs> the joke is so stupid. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> great. What do Kiss's annual cruise ship experience and Paul Stanley trying to pick up dudes at gay bars have in common? <laughs> Tell me. Well, they're both referred to as the Kiss Cruise. <laughs> oh, God. Um, wow. What do punks and a Boss PH3 pedal have in common? Oh, I don't know. Well, it's just a phase. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, wow. How do you say hello after taking a bong hit? Oh. Hi. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good simple joke, I think, right? It's pretty good. Uh, I'll give I'll give that one to it's, you. It's simple enough. Uh simple why enough. did the voyeur fetishist climb the mountain? Uh I don't know. Well, he just wanted a peak. Nice. Uh what <laughs> did Dwayne the Rock Johnson say when the waiter got his sushi order mixed up? <laughs> I don't know. He said, know your role and shut your mouth. (laughs) What was Clubber Lang's prediction for the new windows he got installed? Who? Clubber Lang from Rocky 2, played by (laughs) Mr. T. I I don't know. What was Clubber Lang's prediction for the new windows he got installed? Uh, Tell me. They said, what's your prediction? He said, pain. (laughs) Um... 
<laughs> that joke, there's layers there. Why, why, why did the activist protest by coming all over the school administrator? <laughs> what? Why? Well, he did it on principle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, why yeah. did Joe Biden ride reverse cowgirl style on a big fat dick? <laughs> I don't know. Well, his advisors told him he needed to get back on top of the polls. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, all right. Yep. Um, what did Jeffrey Dahmer and the legal age for a forklift certification? <laughs> what do Jeffrey Dahmer and the legal age for forklift certification have in common? I don't know. Well, they both ate teen. Fucking joke! Because Jeffrey Dahmer ate teenagers. Yeah. He cannibalized yeah. them. He did. He and did. you have to be 18 to be forklift certified. That's true. It is true. That all tracks. Yep. Yeah. I love a good forklift certification joke. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. a good time. It's a, It's the best time. Uh, speaking it's the best of times. It's the worst of times. Speaking of the best and or worst of times. Yeah. Uh, that's that. I think that's what we got for the show. Is that what we got? Yeah. I, mean, I guess we've been talking continuously for like two and a half, two two hours forty five minutes ish. Uh, so acor- according to the stream, two hours and fifty three minutes. Oh, two fifty three, almost three hours. I yeah. Mean, that's uh. Almost as long as the wrestling I was going to force you to watch for next week. Oh, my God. Three hours? That's too long. Yeah, that's why I'm going to do the drunk at a thing. I mean, that that's going to be way longer than three But at hours. least, like, we're hanging out. Yeah. You know? But I'm also going to make you watch wrestling. Oh, together. God. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> that, would, no. that would be the dumb. To make you watch wrestling at the Rock Pizza. That would be pretty good. Uh, yeah. On your phone. <laughs> yeah, like you just exactly. pull out your phone. You're like, okay, we got to watch this now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, here, put on these head... Put You put on one headphone and I'll put on one headphone. And we'll, 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 we both have AirPod Pros, right? Yeah. We can, we can, we can, we can share. Yeah, we yeah. can share audio. Yeah, okay. Mm. That sucks. I don't want to do... I don't want to watch wrestling on your phone at the Rockwood Fired Pizza. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me Pussy. Yeah, I'll take it. I will. Yeah, I mean, pussy's cool. We all like pussy. We yeah yeah pussy's we fun. love it. Love oh, it. Yeah. It's great. Yep, that's our show. Yeah. Bye. Um, this has been no you you say it first. This has been Spencer and this has been Britt. You've been listening to Getting Head a, a bucket cast. Uh, stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste. <laughs>